0: Hello, it's Christy Gray, your newest hype girl and astrologer. Welcome to the Cosmic Hotline. Hi gorgeous and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. And I truly believe this episode has come at the perfect time. When I was listening back to it and editing it, I just remembered. How incredible this conversation was with Angie, which was only a couple of weeks ago, but more importantly, all of the messages she shared throughout. I first connected with Angie. She actually called me one day and I hadn't even connected with her yet or met her. And she was asking questions about my astrology services. She has become not only an astro strategy client, but a dear friend, and we have connected via astrology, psychic readings, spirituality, and everything in between. Angie is a certified hypnotherapist. She's a timeline therapist. She's an NLP practitioner, life coach, and Reiki energy healer. She is coming to you live today and giving you psychic medium insights and intuitive guidance on what you can expect in 2023. She also gives you some insights as to how she embarked on her psychic and intuitive journey and we even answer some listener questions at the end. I'm so thrilled to have this conversation with Angie today. I have linked where you can find her in the show notes below. I'm certain you're going to love this episode. And I'll catch you on the other side. Every time that I connect with Angie, she is just such a delight, not just because she is a Leo queen, but also because I just love your energy. You always have like a million things on the go. We always have such incredible conversations. And I had reading with you not that long ago from a psychic perspective, and it was so on point. And I just loved it because it was so aligned to my life. I'm so excited to have you here with us on the Cosmic Hotline today. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Yay! Well, thank you so much for having me on. I've been just as excited as you have, actually. I've been looking forward to this podcast. I'm so ready to share my messages with everyone. We've got all these energies that's at play. And it's really amazing for me because when I connect with you, and I know that you come from the science and astrology background, and then when I pull out my cards and intuitively when I'm connecting with the universe and the divine, they're telling me, quite a similar story which is it's amazing we just get that confirmation again and again and yeah it just aligns
0: absolutely and that's what I love is that we can pull on all these different modalities to help us to feel guided in this lifetime and I'm really curious Angie can you tell us a little bit about like your story your journey and how you came to be in this and use these energetic gifts because that's what everyone is always so interested about
1: Yeah, absolutely. So basically, my journey started in 2019. So what I birthed, and it was actually in the back of my mind, a few years prior to that, but I never sort of put it into play, I suppose. And I was going through my own sort of shadow work and healing. And it just came out that while you're ready, you're actually ready. You don't have to wait for everything to fall into place you're just ready and there's so many people out there particularly with what covid had brought upon us to start sharing and start healing and and just putting that message out there so that everyone can also understand what's happening and so i'm actually the high priestess and the creator of the Empress's Apothecary. And that's basically my sacred space, my baby that the idea conceived as a new age, spiritual beauty and body care brand that actually my focus is on self-care, love and connection. So it's aligning you and bringing you back into connection with yourself. And so even when I'm creating the product, I've got my spiritual twist on it. So I'm a Reiki healer. I'm intuitive. I'm always constantly connecting with the divine. And so I'm bringing all that energy. So when I mean energy, I'm actually calling in when I'm creating these gorgeous gifts, goddess energy, the moon, I work with the moon and it's just so sacred. And it's every time people get a hold of my, my products or what I've created, they always come up to me and say, what have you actually done to this? Because I feel amazing. So yeah, I intuitively create body scrubs, oils, and it's all done with sacred rituals. And the actual purpose is for spiritual nourishment. So it's for you to embrace and awaken that divine feminine within yourself and embody it. And you are the Empress. And that's why And the Empress, the name why it's the Empress is because that is actually my journey. Every time I did the cards for myself, the Empress would come up for me. That that's the energy. That's the energy I'm in now. And so the energy in tarot, the empress in tarot is the journey of all the four queens. So she's mastered her emotional self, her physical, material self, her mental self, her fallen appearance and all of these gifts. And she's embraced and that's when she becomes the empress.
0: That's so beautiful because it really does approach life from a mind, body, spirit perspective. Like it's not just about mastering and embracing one part of you it's all parts of you and I think that's such a beautiful way to approach anything especially when it comes to ritualistic living because rituals are sacred and they also are cemented with intention when done right.
1: Absolutely and I love it because it's the easiest way that you can bring in connection to yourself so doing a morning ritual that starts with connection with yourself and then ending your day with a similar ritual that connects you back to you.
0: So lush, so lush. Now it's really interesting because with the clients and friends, and even when I put out on the podcast that you were coming on and always, always the question that I get asked is how do I connect with my intuition? Another question that I was asked, what are some of the top signs for people that are on the other side? How do they connect with us? And, and I really love your thoughts on intuition and deepening that connection because it's just something that I think we're always trying to grapple with, especially as women, this like head versus heart ego versus identity this yin yang like thoughts versus feelings and trying to actually trust and build a solid relationship of Mm self-trust
1: yeah it's a good question and so the way I, i i'd like to answer this is i'll give you like my top three so the first thing is is awareness is bringing awareness when you are wanting to tap in and answer something in your life intuitively become aware, are you in your head space or are you asking and answering this from your heart space? Because as we know, the head space is our monkey mind and it's got judgment and criticism and other analogies and identities from everything else, whereas the heart space is actually coming straight from your soul. And it's telling you basically it's your, like it's your compass. So first and foremost is Okay, am I actually starting to bring up thoughts? And if it's thoughts, then you go, no, I've got to feel this. So coming into your heart space and feeling. What do I feel every time I ask this question? What am I feeling in my heart? Uh, Secondly is actually to trust yourself okay trust whatever messages do come to you and it will show up in all sorts of uh ways so it might be um lyrics um from a song it might be something on social media it might be just as you're walking you might see a signboard a number plate Please be attentive as well so when you've asked the question from the divine and the universe also be attentive because they'll get to work and they'll start sending you signs and messages straight away and lastly is actually practice daily So set some time aside either in the morning before the day begins or just before you go to bed at night and meditate, right? Meditate to connect with the divine, with the universe or spirit. And keep on asking by meditating and connection, creating that connection. That's how the intuition starts to flow in is when you are creating that connection. Okay, And you may, if you've got like, say, spiritual divine tools, like a pendulum, oracle cards, tarot cards, just give it a play. That's exactly how I started. I would just play around with this. And you don't have to know what the meaning is. You just need to intuitively go and, and intuitively look, intuitively feel. What am I, what's the vibration, the vibe I'm getting from this card? Your eyes might go to one little element on the card. It might be to a color. It might be to a symbol. Okay. But gradually keep on practicing because that's how you build the intuition. We all have intuition, right? It's just that we are asleep because we've not practiced it.
0: So important. And with the meditation piece, because I'm really curious to get your thoughts on this. If somebody struggles with meditation and just to sitting in that stillness, is there a way for them to, whether it is like holding a crystal or listening to a particular type of sound? I, I'm i really curious to get your thoughts. Like, what does that look like for you?
1: So to be quite honest, I don't ever sit still when I'm meditating. Like I will find my thoughts will go here and there. So I I know for me, Meditation can look like actually dancing to music. I could be out in nature and just walking about. I could be laying in the sun. So the purpose of meditation is to quieten your mind and put yourself in some form of light trance so that you can get find that connection because it's hard to hear and notice the connection when your mind is noisy. And, and choose to do it at a time of day where you are, your mind is naturally quiet. So early in the morning as you wake up or just before you go to bed. And to be honest, that is the times that I do it too. So meditation isn't just sitting down in one spot and trying to quieten your mind. It is as soon as whatever form of activity. Some people, meditation might just be throwing some paint on a canvas, maybe gardening, like just going out in the garden, connecting with nature. Whatever method you find, you can just let your mind go. That is your method.
0: Chef's kiss like so good. And I echo all of that. I wanted to hear your thoughts, but I also have the same views. And I love that because I think there's so many different ways that we can build this relationship with ourselves and it doesn't have to be in this traditional form of meditation. But I think that because meditation from my opinion, like it really took off off over the last few years. We've talked a lot about mindfulness in the last decade And so it was almost like we then lean into the masculine of like you have to download an app, you've got to follow these steps to meditate and it kind of takes away from what we actually meant to do, which I see like meditation and self-connecting it's more of a feminine energy. It's more about feminine flow. It's about trust. It's about surrender. And there's also not a right or wrong way to do it, which is everything to do with the divine feminine, in my absolutely, opinion.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And connecting, meditating, connecting with the divine is like the people would say, it's your intuition and intuition is your feminine energy. So 100% that.
0: When did you have like, did you like notice, because I think we are, we're all intuitive. Did you notice anything as a child or like, what did that look like for you? Or did you ever have something happen to you that was either at the time, maybe a little bit scary, which kind of closed you off for a bit? Like, I'm really curious.
1: Yes. (laughs) So I actually come from. A lineage of high priestesses. From what I can gather, I'm the fifth generation. But everyone in my family has some form of like intuition. For instance, my sister will get messages very vividly in her dreams, and she'll only get these messages. Someone's past in our family that the past loved one will actually come and only choose to give her the messages. No one else. It's strange. As a child, I used to quite often see a, a particular goddess. So I'm not sure if people are familiar with goddess Kali, but she's actually my my protector, My she's actually my divine mother. And I don't even say this lightly. When I say she's my divine mother, she's absolutely, she takes care of me and I feel her presence daily with me. But I used to see her and she's actually quite ferocious looking. So at the time I said to the goddess, oh, I don't want to see you. And that was me shutting it off then. And then I, I would have these knowings. I would just know, for instance, in, as a child where the keys are, If the keys were lost. I would have gut feelings of something terrible was going to have in the, happen in the house. But I didn't know that this was intuition. So I, I for a long time, did shut off. And then I, it started again when I was in my early 20s. I got married and I just knew things again about like my children or my my husband at the time. And I, again, it was just, it started off as a knowing, just a knowing. And then I think when you have life experiences happen to you, challenges, a lot of things that happen, conflicts and things, that I think happens for a reason. And for me, it was to go into faith and spirituality. It drove me into spirituality more. It drove me to actually start connecting with the divine more. So I, I don't say that I'm religious, I'm, I'm spiritual. I connect with with pretty much all divine beings. And then, yeah, from there, I started to notice many years back, my sister gifted me tarot cards. And that I never actually did anything with them until probably, I'd say, in the last five years and she gave them to me five years prior and they were just sitting collecting dust but yeah i mean and i was kept on being pushed that this is the direction we want to take you and then when i just embraced it because i i didn't at the time think oh that this was anything but then i started to then show up as energy in people like i could read people's energy very well some freaky ghost stories as well actually (laughs) which I won't go too much into today because we'll be here for a while. but yeah I've got some ghost stories too and it just it just really really I, I've got all the five Claires now that I work with and I'm also I'm a hypnotherapist as well and I know that my purpose with that is that I'm here to awaken people spiritually and to, literally I awaken people right after a hypno session with me they'll call me say Angie is this normal I'm seeing and hearing things and so then I'll have to I'll have to spend more time guiding them okay I'd I'd probably even start with I'd know when they come in that yes this one's going to be one of those (laughs) so I (laughs) would keep my sort of watch on and know that yeah they're going to call me and say yeah how do I deal with this now what do I do here yeah, it just progressed from there. And it was my faith. It was my trust within myself that now I start trusting what you're hearing and seeing. Because I thought I was hallucinating. I thought I was making things up. I mean, it, just, it was strange. I had my very first moment was in Kmart where these two women were picking a candle. And I was there as well. And I kept on hearing the white one, the white one. And I'm looking and I'm like, no, I'm not picking candle. Why are you telling me? And I didn't even know. And then it, it was a male voice too and it said the white one and then I'm like okay I'll talk to these two ladies and I'll say oh I think you should pick the white one and they said oh do you think so and that's when he channeled in straight up and he started showing me that he was the husband of the of the woman that was picking the candle and his daughter and that's when I started I'm like look this might sound strange but I think I you just lost your husband and he's showing me this and that and Oh, they were in tears, and I was in tears, and came out. And that's when I knew, okay, Angie, you're onto something. You're doing something here. (laughs) And it just sort of took off. Oh my
0: God. That is like the best story you could have told us because I love the fact you're in Kmart of all places. It just shows you that you can literally connect with the divine, your intuition, even in Kmart.
1: Oh, anywhere. Absolutely anywhere. (laughs) I would
0: love to ask you this question because I just think it will be so interesting to hear your thoughts and my question is what is the greatest gift that your intuition has given you
1: love see asks of me to connect with myself and I was so absent from myself for so many years that I was running away from myself I kept on putting others first all the time I was so lost. It gave me me back, basically. I found me through it.
0: I love that. So powerful. And again, it's all about that connection, that self-connection that you were talking about in the beginning as well. And I just think that there's something really powerful to that.
1: Absolutely. And I remember you you put up a post about what's your, your word for 2023. And I didn't get it at the time. But then when later on, it came to me and it was connection. And I went, hell yeah, it's connection. 100% connection is the way we're going in
0: 2023. <laughs> so good. So good and it's just such a beautiful intentional and expansive word as well.
1: Mm, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to where where it's all going to take me in 23.
0: duck wondering what's on the horizon well astro strategy may be the celestial edge you're looking for astrologers gain insight into what's coming up using your transits and progressions this information is then customized specifically to you and your unique natal chart and i'm not talking the repetitive information young co-star But let's be real, it's a great place to start and it's where I started too. But there's way more insights you can access. And this is why I created my signature formula, Astro Strategy. Astro Strategy is four sessions spaced out over nine to 12 months, you choose. And at each session, we reflect on the last quarter, identifying the sticking points, what's been happening in your life and how you've been managing your time, energy and greatest potential all through the lens of your natal chart. Plus we explore what's on the horizon horizon? How can we look ahead at the most impactful and influential activations so that you can take big leaps towards your higher self? At each session, you'll walk away with an astro strategy. So think of this as your own personal horoscope and a plan in place to step into the energy of your higher self. If you want to know more, you can head to christygray.com or send me an email at hello at christygray.com for the 411. I'm going to be a realist. When I am connecting with somebody that is tapping into psychic and intuitive gifts, as I know that that does take an element of connection. I also gave some questions because we had some amazing questions submitted, and I wish we could answer everyone's questions, but I wanted to make sure that Angie had them prior because as much as tapping into your intuition, you can do it anytime is that I really honor and appreciate actually allowing something to sit in and, I'm assuming that's what you do, Angie, like before you're really tapping into anything or connecting with a client, that you're doing some form of ritual or taking a breath. So it actually gives you a moment of space, almost that meditation piece, am I right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And girlfriend knows I did exactly that. So I had my candle, I had Palo Santos, everything and had my crystals here and calling the divine, channeling and there must be something going on with the moon i'm not sure what you can tell me because it hit me like a truck as soon as i like channeled and started working with the cards this morning so it came in really fast and strong and yeah i can't wait to yeah give the answers so yeah which one should we go with first
0: I think we should start let's start with 2023 let's start with the energy that you're feeling we also have the intention of the new year on the horizon and this episode is also tied into the Capricorn new moon so that's why I thought this is the perfect opportunity because when we're in Capricorn season when we're also moving into a new moon it represents a new cycle and because of everything that's happening from an astrological level right now is that there's a lot because we're about to go into Mercury retrograde like it's a new year and Capricorn being ruled by Saturn as the ruler of time and so I think what can tend to happen around this time is we're very excited because it's a new year is on the horizon having so much Capricorn energy in the cosmos we're all ready and hungry to like work towards something and build something but in saying that Mercury retrograde is this opportunity to reflect and review and to actually think about like before rushing in with two feet It's about actually taking a breath and going, hang on a minute. What do I really want? And so there's this element of stepping forward, right? And embarking on new terrain, but doing it and in a really intentional way. And that is why I was like, Angie is the perfect person to help guide us with some energy moving into a brand new year. So hit
1: it sister. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. So when I pulled the cards out and even before pulling the cards out I was intuitively starting to see and feel and sense what the energy is going to be like for 23 so 2022 has been a massive year in transformation so from the very beginning of this year to what like to up to now people that I've already read and I think that I saw early on in the in the year I already could see the way the direction was going to take and it was it was for some of us if not most of us, the energy would be of like this year would have been of breaking down, letting go, coming to aware what's not working for you. And it was really preparing you. It's like preparing you to pull out the weeds this year, clean the garden bed, okay? Because what 2023 then wants for us is let's start fresh, let's start clean, let's start with purpose. And I'm saying purpose is because I've got here, the high priestess card, the magician. And these are two energies that is actually telling us to go within us, to intuitively now feel, to feel what is it that I want to bring in and create, okay? And so we can't create anything new if the old still exists. So if you've not already done your gardening, then that energy is still going to be there for you in 2023, Let's work with the energy, not against it. I can see that there's still going to be push and pull energy. So some challenges and conflicts in some of our lives. And that will, and that again is there to ask of you to take matters and lead. Take matters in your own hands. You are in control. Okay. Yes, there's things around you that's falling apart or whatever's happening. But at the end of the day, you still have control over yourself, what you think, what you decide. Okay. So it's not lost. It's actually bringing awareness to you that now is the time to actually sit down and reflect and think what's not working. Maybe it's time for me to take out the trash. There is still some mysterious sort of hidden energy. There's also going to be a little bit more of these emotional ups and downs, all right? It's still quite mystical in terms of we might be still not able to see clearly. And I'm talking about on a universal front, what the universe still has in store for us. But what I do know is this year was about, like I said, the cleaning, the detoxing. There's going to be some new beginnings. So there might be a lot of people wanting to start to actually venture out on their own, go and create that new business, but something filled with passion, creativity, love. Okay, people are going to take that and they're going to start actually doing things that they're aligned with. There's also, I'm not sure who these, what these energies are, but I've got the queen of one and the king of one. And so this is, it might be authority figures so authority figures like in our country letting go of what's not working and putting in maybe some more creative constructs that maybe they might just start to look at okay we do have to let go of the old systems and start to invite and welcome in new ones okay so that's that's what the energy is there if you listen and take that guide you're going to be fine
0: yeah it's like a brand new beginning and I think that that ties in beautifully with the nodal axis because the nodes help to guide us collectively and because they have been on that Scorpio-Taurus axis south node being in Scorpio north node being in Taurus our eclipses are always tied to the nodes Scorpio is all about letting go it's all about leaning on your inner resources it's about cultivating a sense of resilience and having a north node in Taurus it's a about how are you going to manifest the reality you want? How are you going to create it? Because Taurus is all about mastery. And there is there's this tie between uh, releasing what's no longer serving me to make space for the new. But that's the harder thing to do, especially with this axis, because Scorpio is tied to the past. And so it wants to hang on because it does. It's like it has this intense need to feel. And we're in the Aquarian age, like things are changing. And it's like, you have to be able to be receptive and open. And it doesn't mean you have to follow the crowd, but it's about how do you manifest and create the reality that you're wanting to call into your life?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Second that one, because the, what's happening now is, you know, the universe is pushing us into our direction. And if we don't get the hint, it's just going to make it harder like it's
0: really easy to say like let's let go of the past let's move on and I suppose it depends on your natal chart right depending on how much you like embarking on new terrain but even for somebody like me that's always forward thinking with all of the Sagittarius in my chart and the Virgo it's like I'm always looking to see what's on the horizon but there is still almost elements, even within myself, we have these sticking points. We have these default settings that keep us tied to our our current reality or they stop us from moving forward. So it's find something is what I would share with everyone to help you to gain a new perspective. Whatever that is, that could be working with somebody that you trust to help to guide you. It could be using tarot, astrology, seeing a psychic, going to see a hypnotherapist or listening to an audio book. It's about finding something. And this is the thing, we are so bombarded with information today. You also have to be really careful with what you're consuming because remember, perspective can come in both positive and not so great way. I'm popping in with a quick public service announcement, and that is the most important part of the cosmic hotline is you. Have an astrology question you need answered? Nothing is off limits. Whether it's a question about your natal chart, the 411 on Mercury retrograde, or what is the significance of a particular transit or activation. Submit your question today with no strings attached, or select the option to have your question answered live just like an astrology session I'd have with a client. Text or call 04317VENUS or submit your question via the show notes below. What I'd love to do is we've had some amazing listener questions submitted and I've chosen three because I thought these were really interesting questions. So the first question comes from and this question is, should I continue with my business or start with my new venture?
1: Okay. So the that I've got here, I see that her, her business, it's, it's given her financial independence, right? It's given her the money and, and where she wants to be. And then right in the middle, I've got the Four of swords, which is telling me that it's blocked. It's actually slowed down or there's a break. And the funny thing is I've got all her money successes on one side and right in the middle, I've got the break. And then right after, I've got the Two of Swords and the King of Cups. So the Two of Swords is again telling me that there's some stagnation, or it's come to a crossroads. Mentally, it's come to a crossroad. So the the answer, the the way I'm answering this question is, and it's for her to decide for which way she wants to go. What what is more important to her? Okay, because I see if she starts with a new venture, it's going to give her emotional support emotional satisfaction emotional fulfillment but if she keeps going with her her business she's got the financial it's not to say that she won't have financial but what it's asking here and that's why I think the break card is in the middle where it's asking to just pause and reflect and it's funny how it just landed like that it's actually asking well what is more important to you is it the money or is it you just emotionally now want to feel fulfilled and satisfied
0: oh my god so I am very respectful because this is obviously being recorded, but I will tell you something offline because this person is my friend. She has also been a client of mine. So I know her what her pause entails right now. And also. That's so interesting because she's a Capricorn and so there will, there'll be some inner turmoil and we've actually spoken about this before as the new venture does, it's going to give her the fulfillment she's looking for, but I know the, her current business is her safe zone. And so you gave just the most beautiful answer that I know she'll be able to really think about how she can now be smooth forward.
1: Yeah, and it's, again, what is the most important to her now? At what phase she's in her life? What is it that that she really wants now? Yeah, what you're looking for?
0: Next question we have comes from and she asks, we're trying to sell a house. Should we take a low offer now or wait a little longer?
1: So the way I'm going to answer this one is I've pulled it apart in two parts. So I've asked, should you sell the house? And the answer, I've got four cards here that is telling me full on yes, yes, yes. Okay. It might look like a low offer to you at the moment, but I still see you're still going to be quite okay with what you get. And the other thing I've got here, so I've got the strength card, which is telling me that even with the offer you get, see if you can still milk it it's just like in the card the woman is she's taming a, a beast a lion so it's telling me you my love can still tame the salesperson and tell him, listen buddy okay it's in your court OK, these people need the offer just as much. So don't let them manipulate you into anything, I suppose, is what I'm saying. And then you've got the four of wands and the star card, which is telling me if you like, because the first card is that strength card and it ends with the star card. So that's telling me if you do a little bit of that, OK, taming and taking control of the of the offer, you're, you will have your wish. Your four of wands is your celebration card, your stability, your home. So you will get what you want. I then asked the cards, should you wait a little bit longer? When I pulled these cards out, I immediately was hearing, no, the urgency, like urgency. There's an urgency actually about selling the house and therefore the cards actually have come out as the tower, the sun card and the five of wands. The sun card is in the middle of the Tower and the Five of Wands. So, if you, I'm telling you the name of the card so that you can actually go back and take a look at the, what it stands for in the energies. But the Tower card, for that to come out, it definitely is telling me no, like a huge no from the universe. And they're actually telling me, and that's where I heard. You actually can't wait any longer because it's going to follow It's going to cause more conflicts in the household if you do. So definitely I, I don't feel, I'm just, even in my gut right now, I'm just feeling, no, even though you might feel it's not the offer you want or anywhere near, but just try a little bit more and you might get what you want because I just feel it's not worth waiting around for with the tower card there if you were to wait, to be quite honest.
0: Last but not least, our final question comes from and oh, I'm sure that this one is one that you've probably had before or you've even maybe explored it for yourself as well I know it's so funny that numbers always is something that people share with me and especially like my mum. even she always sees 11-11 but ask what does it mean if you keep seeing 11-11
1: so, firstly, it is it is an angel number, and it's a sign from the divine in the universe that they are with you, and that you are also in some form. You're you've probably been asking the universe a particular question. For example, when will I don't know my health get better? When will my health get better? Will I get better? So then the universe is saying to you, stay positive. With triple one that frequency, the message is stay positive, keep the faith. We're we're listening, we're hearing you, and it's going to get better it's going to turn into a positive the other thing I'll ask you to do is actually when when you do see number sequences like that what are you pay attention to your thoughts what are you actually thinking about because whatever you're thinking about the universe is answering directly that's the answer to your thoughts the universe has just told you if you've said for instance like should I still should I sell my house or, or wait it's telling you Just stay positive, think positive. We're on this too. We're working with you on this.
0: I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if I don't speak to you prior, happy holidays, happy getting ready for a brand new year. But I want you to know I'm not going to go anywhere. I'll be back next week just before 2023 hits. And I'm going to give you the lowdown on everything you can expect, astrologically speaking, so you can feel supported, And very celestial moving into the new year. Until then, stay cool, stay hydrated, and you know what's coming, babes. Stay celestial.